0: Bow, what's going on? We're back with another Wolves. Damn, my brother Thanos. You know what I'm saying? The super goddamn spaces Twitter <laughs> F1 guru out there in the world running uh, that shit down. You know what I'm saying? The godfather of, of Twitter F1 spaces, man. What's going on, bro? What's happening, man?
1: Thanks for the 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 warm the entry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Most people would probably call me the annoying one on Twitter that just nah, argued with nah. everybody, but you know. And I, I, I had appreciate a podcast,
0: my- I had a podcast about probably like two months ago. And somebody was talking about spaces and they had mentioned somebody. And I was like, nah, that's probably not right. I said Thanos probably was the first one that started yeah. the F1 space. They were like, who? Oh, I said Thanos. I said, he started that shit really, bro. That yeah, I like, got
1: it. Like, I got it, jump I started in 2020. I just right. I, I just saw I this, this the the thing popped up on my Twitter, the spaces thing. And I thought, hey, what's, why not? Let's just see what happens. and Run it. You know what I mean? It kind of took off from there, but, you know. Well, it
0: is what it, it is. huh? It is what it is. <laughs> so, man, let's jump. let's jump right into this shit, man, because I have a, a specific topic that I definitely feel like nobody else would be worth having this conversation with. But you, bro, so many people in, in the earlier part of the season mm-hmm. were, to, were like, Lewis should jump to Ferrari. I was like, that would be the fucking mistake of anybody's mistake, because I felt like people were overlooking Ferrari's fails. in in retrospect to Mercedes, just because they were like mercedes Century, How did you feel about it? And what did you feel about people saying this or campaigning for Lewis to just jump to Ferrari?
1: Like I always tweet, emotions over common sense. That's what Mm. I think a lot of these comments boil down to people are just emotional and they're not really looking at this, looking at it from a, a logical point of view. What's the benefit of Lewis going into going to Ferrari other than oh, saying he drove for Ferrari? Ferrari's have been trying last time Ferrari won a championship, Lewis still had Lewis had no airline. You know what I mean? His airline pretty much was ah. gone and now it's back. And uh, you know what I mean? So I don't it I I've had many conversations with people about it and I'm like, there's there's no upside to him joining Ferrari. You can't um, produce Show me anything beneficial for him to drive Talking about, oh yeah, but he could go there And revive, I mean I told someone in one of my spaces Look, God can't even Revive Ferrari, and he mm. can revive The dead, and this is one Dead mm. that God can't revive There's no way Lewis going into Ferrari It's just, I think it's more for the Sentimental value of it To say, mm-hmm. yeah, he drove, but I mean, it, does that Take away from his accomplishment? No, he doesn't need to Prove, um, prove anything any more to anybody So why go to right. Ferrari Ferrari has not shown anything In the last What, since 2008, Shit. 15, 16 Years that they've, but, they're a team That can And wants to win and know how To go about winning mm. So what's the point in jumping ship is at the, Yes, Mercedes are having a bad Two seasons, but This is how sports work. You're never never going to win all the time. For Red Bull, went seven years without winning, eight years without winning anything. You know what I mean? So two years on the back burner. Yeah, sure, he's getting on in age, but Alonso is what 42. Right. Lewis is 38. So Lewis still has a good, which he himself said, I've got another, could do another five years. And Lewis at 42. I think he's going to retire at 44. Just a oh, symmetry. Oh, so? just yeah, for the, symmetry okay. with the with the race number. But Lewis at 42 will probably still be better than anything else on the grid. So why? Right. Sure, time is against him, but I mean, how long is a piece of string? Time is mm. infinite. At the end Next. of the day, so there's nothing that says he can't win when he's 41. I mean. Granted, it's different eras and cars and whatnot. I mean, um, Fangio won a championship when he was, what, 40, in his 40s. Manso won a championship when he was, what, 30? I, I can't remember, what, 35, 38 or whatever it is. I can't remember. So the Ferrari, the Lewis the Ferrari thing was just people just being emotional and taking out the frustration. Granted, cool, I can understand. Be frustrated at Mercedes because for a team like that, they shouldn't be in the position they're in, but True. if we've already established that these set of regulations are more it's in Newy's wheelhouse, you know I mean? These are perfect, they're tailored for him because this is what he specialized in. Mm-hmm. He wrote a thesis on ground effects. So he has more understanding of the whole principle of it than most people. And if you look on if you go back, the last ground effects car, I think it was 1988, they, or 87 or 88 was the last ground effects car. And he was in Formula One at that time, but the ground effects car he designed was in back then, Cham Cars, because he was in the state in Champ Cars before he came back to Formula One. So he has that, he has that experience. And of all the people who were in Formula One now, he's the only person who's, who well, Pat Simmons, but Pat Simmons isn't really, he, he's right. more the technical guy, has been around been around these are the only two guys that's been around that when you know ground effects was still a thing so it's in his wheelhouse and if we acknowledge that knew it, knew it has that I mean yeah Mercedes screwed up but like I said it's sport we're not Thanks. it was never it was going to come the end was going to come at some point and I think and I've always said I think what frustrates people more than anything else than mercedes so somewhat failing is the fact that what happened in 2021 2021 still bites and rightly so so people are still um, more annoyed and because of that they they wanted some for they wanted um retribution for what happened in 2021 they wanted mercedes to come out and build a car because i said it, i hope they build a car that was like three seconds a lot faster than everybody but Ooh. they haven't they haven't and right. that a lot to um tie that into 2021 and now having to two years of this package it builds that frustration more. so that's why you hear a lot of people total to out fire mike elliott they don't know what they're doing and all sorts of things and <clears throat> i get it but me i just look i just tend to like yo I'm more. I'm more approach it logically because, I, like I say, I'm a big sports fan. Right. You know I mean, I've I played semi pro sports. I know how this how this business works. You never. You're not always going to win. I, I'm I mean, not always going to be on top. Jesus, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. The last oh, time sh- Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl ha! was what nineteen? Oh, was it? Was <laughs> it 95? Was 95 ninety five? Ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety five. to be the Steelers. Yeah, bro, you
0: talking about like are they damn near running a Ferrari stretch? They damn self like, bro, they they running it up there. Damn near two two decades since.
1: (laughs) Exactly, and I mean Lewis went six years at McLaren without after winning his first championship. So two years too. So so being having two years of you know I mean semi poor performance, it's the name of the game, and I'm sure Lewis is well aware of. They all in the sport know that these things are going to happen. You know, what I mean, but I think it's more just the manner in which it happened, tinged with twenty twenty one. So people are a bit, you know. So all this talk about Lewis to Ferrari, I'm like, Lewis going to Ferrari is kind of like a waste of time. It's more or less, it's Thanks. it's it's sentimental, nostalgic. What they're looking
0: doing for. more for Ferrari than it's going to do for Lewis.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know. So if if you're talking about where is where does Lewis where's the best place for Lewis to be to win, it's still Mercedes. Thank if it's you. not Red Bull. It's still Mercedes. So, you know, they've because look at it this way, right? The car, we all acknowledge the car is pretty much the car. Right. It's not, it's not it, it's nowhere near the Red Bull. But given they've made a concept change in the a third of the season, they've not fallen behind anybody. They're still behind oh, no. Red Bull in the standings. You I saw a stat, um, Points differential from last year to this year, they're a bit. I think they've probably. I think they're. I think it was about they're minus eight points okay. compared to last year. Ferrari is something like a hundred and ten points. Bro, they
0: man. <laughs> Shit,
1: Mercedes were difference. third in the championship last year. At this point, they're P two. Right. So it's not. It yes, things aren't going well. But you know what? It could have been a whole lot worse. Worse. We're talking about. There could have been. P6, P7, but they're not. So Could you, have had so that you look
0: at performance. <laughs> exactly. So you, if you look at it,
1: you can look at it in this way, you can look at it and be mad. All right, cool. I get that. Because you want, we all want Lewis to, to succeed. I mean, some people t- said I'm not a Lewis fan anyway, but oh well, you know what I mean? Because I don't join, I don't join the bandwagon of bashing the team and saying Toto should be fired, this or whatnot. So they, they are still in there. They're challenging for P2 with a concept that they're, they, they literally said, yeah, this isn't it. You'd have exp- it, p- put it this way. If you saw pr- positions and if you put Ferrari in the, this position, if right. Ferrari had faced the situation Mercedes were facing, they would have been further down the grid, the grid than they are now. They're fourth in the championship. They're behind Aston Martin.
0: They're bound to be fifth. They keep it up.
1: So... So, like I said, so the Lewis to Ferrari thing, it's it's more sentimental, nostalgic. I don't think it's, I don't think anyone in the right mind really wants Lewis to go to Ferrari because what has Ferrari done lately? Nothing, nothing bro. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You look at the stat this year. Um, the only races they've actually tended to go on well in is when there's a sprint weekend. Look at the stats. Is sprint weekends when they had the sprint weekends they went well That's in Austria. That's when they pop up. Yeah, they went well in Austria. They went well in Baku. They went well in Spa. But in outside Austria. of that, yeah. That, so I think was it was we've only had three, three sprint races so far: Baku, right. uh, Austria, and Spa. Then with Spa. Those are the races they've tended to go on well, and they've ended up um being on the podium in those three races. But if you look outside of that, in the more conventional, they've not been that great. So why would you want Lewis to go to a team that he's, in evening with a bad car, he's still beating that team. Yeah, they fought, they've right. had more team principle, I think, oh. next, to, next to Alpine. I think they, them and Alpine have, had, have changed um, team principle like you change your underwear.
0: right? Frequent.
1: Right. So you know, but
0: so let, like let's say, do this. Let's yeah. do this, Musa. Musa, you got a question? I'm gonna lower your hand. Go ahead and mute yourself, bro. And if he don't come in, I
2: definitely hey. got. It. Go ahead, Musa. You got it, bro. Hey, how I hope you guys are doing well. Hey, Thanos, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, what's happening, man? I'm good, man.
2: Yourself? Hey, man. It's so so good to to have you back after such a while. Cheers, <laughs> man. um, I, I want to get straight into it. Uh, I don't want to waste no time today. Um, I'm going to be just asking quite a few questions. Uh, I think the first question I want to really ask is one um, at a time. One at a time. U- yeah, what, okay. it will be one at a time. Go ahead. Um, I had um I had been watching this video on on YouTube. I don't know if it wasn't uh, one of the the main broadcasters or if it was just a YouTube channel, and they had um, Christian Horner on. You know, and they were just talking about uh, Max's, you know, incredible season up, up until this this point. You know how he was just uh, having such a phenomenal season and all of that. And the question I had to myself was, you know, if if Max is truly on a league of his own, mm-hmm. and please do do not get me wrong, you know, I'll I'll give him his flowers in him being being a phenomenal driver. But if this person, you know, we're, we're putting him in in that. In that that space where he is in the league of his own, why has Red Bull not have a, a even a world champion, another world champion, and the other race seat?
1: Well, I mean, wow, okay. that's a good question. Uh, I, I mean,
2: mean Red you. Bull,
1: well, because Red Bull has always run a princip- on a principle of it's, it's like a one-two driver lineup. They they'll never put two alpha males in the same in the same pen. Because they just know it's gonna it's gonna create some form of problem. If you remember, um, 2011, Lewis wanted to go to Red Bull. He was spotted coming out of the Red Bull motorhome in Canada. Ted Kravitz reported on it, but it didn't go 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 up. They didn't it didn't materialize. And thank God it didn't. I mean, years later, Christian Orner said came out and said, "Yeah, they would have liked to have signed him, but at the time they had Vettel." So. They were, and if he had come come in, it would have probably upset the balance of the team because you're going you you're bringing in an alpha male to team up with another alpha male, and you know in situations like that, Eagles are going to clash. Case in point: Lewis Alonso two thousand and seven, and especially if Lewis walks in and starts to beat you, starts getting the better of him, it's going to create a problem. So Red Bull won't um, unbalance the scale by doing that. So they will continue to run with. Um, somebody who just, just brings up the rear, someone who will be there to pick up the points um, if Max isn't able to win, but which Checker isn't really doing at the moment. So, you know, so that's 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 that has always been Red Bull's modus operandi. So we can't really, as much as we'd like to see them do it, we can't really fault them because that's how they run the business. It's, it's their business. It's their choice. You know what I mean? Mercedes cho- choice is a different one. They rather go with two fairly competitive driver because for them, by doing that, it gives them a better chance because if one isn't able to do it, the more likely the other one will in Red Bull's case. If, if, uh, if there was a more competitive Mercedes and Ferrari checker, we pretty much are, can all agree checker would be probably P six Thanks. of, if, you know, because it would, because, all the drivers in Mercedes and Ferrari are 10 to outclass drivers, better than Checo Perez. So he'd be, I mean, P6. You're talking about a guy who's getting all qualified by half a second by his teammate in the same goddamn car.
0: Do you believe that? I I gotta I gotta ask you because you know Man, that's folding around I, there. So I, I don't I, even know I, I don't I even know what to believe response to, be,
1: to, it. <laughs> to, to be honest, I didn't look, I've always said Paris is a bomb. People have people have people have people have jumped on this thing about praising him, calling him a tire whisper. And I've always said dude, he's slow as he's slow as you know what I mean, because what he does, he drives at the slowest possible pace. And then once everyone tires goes off, then he starts to pick up the pace. And you're like, that's not how you tell someone who's good on tires, someone who's good on tires is is be able to keep within a moderate pace within right. the, 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 the normal. say, so if the average race pace say it's a one twenty, and you can do a one twenty four point five consistently without right. drop off, and you you know what I mean, you maintain that's manager. someone who's that's someone who's be able to, to manage the tires and still keep pace. Paris right. doesn't do that. You find Paris like maybe a second off the pace. And then all of a sudden, you just see him start flying blue. And you're like, okay, so where's, where was that pace? Because he was driving slow. If you're <laughs> driving a second off the pace purposely, then obviously your tires are going to last longer because you're not pushing him. You're not stressing him. And that's what he does. So Perez is...
0: <sighs> Perez is that still not a form of management, though? Just a management in his style? But, like, if he
1: chooses to manage that way? But the problem with that, then, is he gives himself a bigger margin. He creates a bigger deficit. whoever is chasing case. If you look at, um,
0: especially every lap.
1: Yeah. If you look at, um, Spain, he should have beaten, he should have beaten, um, George to the podium, because if I remember correctly, he started ahead of George in Spain and he finished behind George in Spain because he, once he got down to that position, his pace basically was really slow. But then in the second half, when now he has better tires, his space was somewhat slow. And then he, you know, he started to pick up, pick up, pick up in the closing. And then he basically, then by doing that, he still ended up running out tires. He didn't have nothing left to, to catch George. So, you know. But go back, going okay. back to Moose's question. Genuinely, I, I, it's all Red Bull run the team. They're not. They will never put anyone in that seat that they feel is capable of challenging max so when they're saying max is performing you know at kudos to him you know I, I think total wolf came out the other day and said it said he has a, he, he's in a position where he's he he can be cocky you know what i mean we can't what, what can we the only way we can stop him from being cocky is build something that actually beat him, beat him. then he, he can no longer be cocky but he's in a comfortable position where he can be cocky and to be honest I don't I have no problem with that? Yeah, I, if
0: I'm in that position, I'm just gonna be cocky for real, though. I'm not gonna exactly. try to play this whole thing with a Max and play like I'm just gonna say it. I'm out here killing y'all ass, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, so <laughs> you
1: know, what I mean, because he's saying, you know, he's talking about not wanting to race because you know, whatever I'm alone, but, I mean, front. he's enjoying, he's enjoying not having to race anybody, right? Right. right. Because I genuinely think if, he, if you put him in a situation where he has to race. Oh, you're going to see the old Max you, Verstappen that, come back. There you go. It's not, it's not... I don't know why people think he's different. It's the he same He hasn't grown up the
0: circumstances that...
1: It's different. Just, he's it. now in a position whereby his car basically is that good. He starts P14. You're pretty much guaranteed he's going to finish on the podium. Facts. You by, know what I mean? By lap or 20, he, he's
0: already up there in top.
1: Or top he's going to win place. the race. Right. Or he's going to win the race. So, you know, you look at Baku, The sprint race in Baku. I mean, why are you going to fight George? He's driving a Mercedes, for Christ's sake. That shit, there was no way George was going to beat him. But he still went and fought him. Fought him, could have actually taken himself out of the race. But then Perhaps. after the race, he's talking about why you why he fight. He's like, he knew he was going to lose the place. But if you knew he was going to lose the place, why fight him?
0: Exactly. Just you let him go, him, him go because you, you know gonna you're going to right. get him eventually. You're
1: going if... to get him eventually, so let him go. So, if you, so now if you put him in a situation whereby he's not having to go at it week in week out you're going to see the old max verstappen he's no he's the same guy same he's dude. just in a, a far more comfortable position and for, and this is where i'm more pissed up this is where my frustration with mercedes lies not with the fact that not with anything else. it's because had they given lois a better car for 2022 max would have probably hastened his retirement plan Mm. Because if you listen to what he said at the end of 2021, Big and catch. his own, t- and Helmut even said it that had he had to endure another season like he did in 2021, they don't sure how long he would have lasted in the sport. Right, which tells you this guy you know, what I mean, if you put him on in that intense right championship year upon year, you're gonna see him crack. So, but well, like I said, that's Red Bull's. Um, how they run the ship, right. and I can't really fault them. I think I think it's kind of a whack, because uh, I <laughs> I I think if you if you should, you know, sh- there should be competition. If you can't if you can't get competition externally, maybe you can get it internally. Internally, but that's no going. And, and that's, that's why. Right. And that's why when people said the Mercedes era was born, I was like, well, Mercedes had bad internal fights. Lewis Nico from 14 to 16 2017 eight, 2017 and 18 it was Ferrari 19 Ferrari started off but then that illegal engine that fell off 2020 mm. it was Lewis Bottas it wasn't the greatest but Bottas offered up a more challenge to Lewis than Perez is to Max per, I mean he's 125 points behind Max after 12 races That's 120 crazy. Max can take the next 5 races off I need comeback. I need Max to come back, and I guarantee you, Paris wouldn't win. Wouldn't have won all those five races
0: And the thing about that is, like after being only six points behind, after what, what was that Miami or
2: something? Like Miami, six uh, I
1: think yeah, he went into Miami six points behind. Crazy. Went bro. to Miami six points. So he is oh Paris has only had two podiums Was it two? He's had two podiums. I think since Maybe. Miami. I think, no, he has had two podiums in his last six races.
0: That's crazy. He's driving
1: bro. a Red Bull, for Christ's sake.
0: Crazy. Hold he on, has we got two a more
1: podiums than Lewis.
0: We no, got a question two. from P.N. Yeah. P.N., I'm to lower your hand. Go ahead. Unmute yourself.
3: Hey, Tato. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we got I can, you, Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, my, my question was, so obviously uh, Mercedes recently, they picked up the I, I believe it's the aerodynamicist from Red Bull. He's like uh, Adrian Newey's right hand man. I don't,
1: the, uh, knew, I don't think he's new. I don't think he's new. right hand man. Uh, but I think he's lead. I think they said he's lead. He was lead aerodynamicist at Red okay. Bull. I don't know okay. if he's. I don't know if he's new. He's right hand right hand man. That would be more. What's his name? Um, Pierre Wack. I oh, okay. can't pronounce his name because I think he's a technical director or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, this, we picked up an aerodynamicist from, from them, and mm-hmm. I, was, I think it was like a couple of weeks before, I think, the before Spa. I mean, either way, do you think that with the addition of this guy plus, you know, who we have now, do you think that Mercedes makes another big stride after the break? Do you think that with the addition of this guy, I mean, obviously, Red Bull's not going to change their car at all. Do you think the addition with this guy pushes the potential for Mercedes winning at least one race this year?
0: Good okay. question, P. And I'm gonna mute you real quick. That was good, P. Go ahead. You yeah. for
1: Mercedes to win a race this year, it's gonna take. It's gonna be. It's <laughs> gonna require a miracle for anybody to win this year. Let's be honest. Voila. It's gonna take a miracle. It's, Max would have to have the absolute worst <laughs> race weekend of That's his DNF. entire career. <laughs> I mean, worse than even when he was at. Um, Worst than when he was driving into the back of Grosjean in Monaco You know, he's going to have to have that sort of weekend For anybody to beat him Because if that Red Bull stays reliable No one's beating Max Verstappen So with the addition of this era guy at, at Mercedes What can he bring? I mean, I don't think I think he started in June So he's only been there like two months so I don't know what impact he's gonna have. I don't know how key he was to the whole Red Bull hierarchy. You know and how influential he was. But so, and given Mercedes has bigger problems that mm. holding back, holding them back performance-wise. You know, as we already... You good? They need they need a new chassis. They need a need a new rear suspension. So they so these are the so right now they're working within very tight constraints they can't the major changes they want to make they can't make so mm-hmm. if this guy's going to have any impact i don't know I've never heard of him i don't i mean like i don't know why i think i'd, I'd have heard of him because there's many people in the sport we don't we don't know about who are actually very good at the job it's it's more like it's next year is going to be the true test for mercedes not this year i think because once they, they're able to do all of these changes, get you know new chassis, change the seating position that Lewis has been asking for, you know, right. even though even though um James Allison came out and said he's actually sat, driven cars where he's sat much further than where he's sitting now. I don't know how that's I don't know Lewis didn't pick that up, which kind of strange. <laughs> so you know, it's next year it's gonna be the true test for Mercedes. You know, there's nothing much they can do right now more than try and They're bringing small improvements here and there. I think their, their goal is let's secure P2 in the championship. Let's get Lewis at least P3 in the championship. And then 2024 is when you're going to say, well, there's no excuse now. You said you've identified the path in which you want to go down. It should be bringing results from the first test They're testing is 21st of February to the 23rd. So from the 21st of February, once that car hits the track, it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be there. It's supposed to be something that Lewis, when he steps out, he's like, his smile is from ear to ear where you can say, yep, okay, you've done something. And personally, I think they will. I genuinely believe that they're going to come up with something that can challenge, I think, going to challenge from the get-go. Yeah, people call me delusional. But if you look at the gains we've seen from people who've changed concepts, um, Aston Martin gained what well, two seconds from last year to this year over over the winter. So, and uh, with Red Bull, basically, you you likely think they're close to the peak performance of that package. There's not okay. much more they can get out of it compared to someone who's who's a who has a new concept. So at some point they're going to converge. The question is how quickly are they going to converge? That's the big question. All right, right. We don't want this convergence to come at the end of 2025, because then <laughs> No, we can't have Max winning five. In, can't have Max winning five in a row. Sorry, that that shit would just annoy me. I can't do three more, two more years of Max walking away with it. Because well, yeah, because if he wins, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, wins I, can't have, right. yeah
1: I can't have, yeah, I can't. Well, I mean, what I mean if he wins this season? He's gonna win. He's gonna win
0: this season. That's, you're gonna yeah, have that's season. The it's season's coming.
1: pretty much over already. Right. So we can't have that for another two years. I just. I think if Mercedes comes out with a dud next year I'm going oh, full going I'm gonna go diamond. full 2016 on the ass again because man 2016 I was a terrorist on this Guardian platform I was on, <laughs> I was at them weakened because they eventually blocked me so, I mean this is probably my what the third or fourth Twitter account just <laughs> man. He, oh my gosh they know yeah so. <laughs> Yeah, but you know But, hey, but you just calling it be, like
0: it is, bro Like, for real yeah. Like, some people can't be afraid to criticize your
1: own team When they start fucking it up Yeah, like and, that, and, that, and that's the thing up. why people Because right now, a lot of people attack me And say I'm a sto- Mercedes stooge And all of this thing And I'm like, yo I'm not doing what you're doing Because they've already come out and said Yo, we fucked up <laughs> We messed up right. What am I going to do? Why am I going to come every week and criticize them And like, oh, the car is the, the car is the car They've literally said, this is what it is. It is what, you know what I mean? All so what right. am I going to get Get on here and like bash them every single race weekend for what? I mean, the car is the car.
0: They have already told us what it's going to be. The,
1: the most they can do is try and secure P2. We get the odd excited moments, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've said many times, look. As bad as the season is, you can get, you can find some good moments in the season. You can, there's Thank things you. that are going to happen that you can actually, you will you, you, you look back and say, yeah, I like that moment. Paul in Hungary. That was the nice. highlight. If nothing else happens for the rest of the year, that's going to be the highlight of the season for us. Because we're going to like, yo, he shouldn't have been on pole. Let's there be honest. Go. He 30, should not have been on Paul. Right. A, bet, a better, A better driver someone max should have easily walked pole because the idea that they set the car up for the race and sacrifice qualifying pace even when you sacrifice qualifying pace you're still quick enough to be you should have been on pole easily you know what i mean so you can find good find your moments your silver liners there's always this there's good moments in the struggle there's some good moments are struggling and i don't know what people don't people think because it's like oh because you're poor you can't smile oh you're going to you're going to find it, you know what i mean there's going to be some something even during poverty that's going to make you smile you you know I make mean? you can look back at it and say yeah i'm poor but you know what this moment was actually quite right <laughs> exactly so but how effective that new aerodynamic dynamics is going to be wow. we'll know We'll in know year. in the future. And 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 let's be honest, Oh, we won't even know because we're not going to know if he's the one that made the impact or whatever it is. So, you know, because yeah, Red Bull have lost Dan Fallows, they've lost Peter Pedromo, they've lost, I can't remember the guy who's going to um, McLaren, I can't remember his name, I think it's Garcia, whatever it is, he's going to McLaren. I mean, they've lost people, but there's many people within this industry that we don't know we don't know how good these people are you know I've heard people saying Mercedes need to revamp the technical team revamp it with who because mm-hmm. no we don't know any because prior to Dan Fallers leaving a lot of these people no one knows you don't have to go right. and get a Dan fallas to, to be successful you can get somebody who you know from within Mercedes themselves who can who has a fresh idea of outlook and looking at things and comes up and just bam and that transforms and things the entire team so you know but we'll uh, see right, we'll see I think it's oh, more yeah. going to be a collective ex- effort rather than just one person one singular having, person yeah it's right it has to be a collective effort
0: all right so we got Musa you up again bro then we got Patrick go ahead I'm going to lower your hand I'm, go ahead and mute yourself bro all right um so I'm
2: just just getting back to my notes real quick. Uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like, you know, with regards to this whole thing of them putting Max on a pedestal or obviously just creates a a crazy expectation. And um, obviously when someone doesn't need that or when the time comes where, you know, you lose a, a race because of that, it, it just makes things a lot detrimental. But, um, you know, seeing that you were talking about, you know, Merck, you expecting Merck to have a, a more concrete platform, it being the W15. Mm-hmm. Do you um from what my observations were from the last three to you know the last three years, in, including 21, don't don't you think that Merck is making a fundamental and flawed mistake by focusing the energy again on the next year's car when In fact, we should be getting even more data from our W14 or the W4. And I mean, you know, usually I understand the the frustration we have as as fans. And now I'm just talking about, you know, ordinary day people, fans that that love the sports and that love um, whatever teams that they have. You know, we're quick to judge and forget that, you know, these are people, really smart people. A lot of them are, it's not their first rodeo. Making Formula One cars or or um, anything aerodynamic based. These are smart people doing this thing, you know. So, what is so, your, so
0: your question is: Do you? Your question, to Thanos is: Do you think they're making a mistake by focusing on next season's car versus getting as much as they can out of this season's car?
2: Yeah, like, do you think? Because okay. if I was Toto, in, in my in my my opinion, you know, and I had James Allison and Mike Elliott, you know, I would have focused and said, "Look, as." Let's let's. let's well, hold on, hold on, Musa. Don't don't say what you head. don't
0: don't say what you would do. Let's hear what Thanos would do. Let's hear let's hear what he would do with that. Well, well, that well, bad, I mean, bad, bad,
2: bad,
1: bad, bad. I mean, have they said they're they're focusing solely on next year's car? I don't think they've actually said that. They're still working with both, um, in somewhat simultaneously because, you know, they've kept come out and said what they're doing now some of the work they're doing now on the W14 is geared towards the W15. So I don't think it's going to be a situation. They've they've completely switched focus to the W15, but it's going to come to a point in the season where they're going to go, yep, okay, we need to switch off now from this this goddamn curse W14 and let's focus on the W15. Let's start putting all our efforts into getting this package right come for next year. So for now they still learning <clears throat> There's always things you can learn. You know what I mean? So uh, you know I've heard people say they should have um they should s- s- not focus on this year and just focus everything on the W15. I'm like, but that's dumb because mm-hmm. the con- the regulation doesn't change next year. It's the exact same regulations for next year. So why not I mean, you you're only going to get 3 days of testing. So if you can bring things to the car and test them in real world like real real lot real world situation race weekends you get you have that data that you can then cross reference to what you're doing on the W15 to give you some idea of you know what expect expectations are so you know i don't think they're actually at this point i've ever said they're done with the W14 because in the spa De- debrief mm-hmm. video they did mention that they'll be bringing um, they have more parts, upgrades that they're bringing after the summer break. And I think it was Amos or um, I I can never remember remember these guys says some Italian guys. I couldn't call Formula Uno. Formula Uno, I think they call Italian guys. And they said that, you know, it was, it's a three-stage upgrade package they're bringing. So the third stage of it is coming after the summer break. So what that might be, I don't know, it could be, again probably revised bodywork. it could be a revised floor could be a revised wing whatever it is we don't know but they say they'll be bringing they have small upgrades because james allison even said you know one what he changed the plan he changed the plan rather than bring in large upgrades at a specific point he's going to introduce small revisions and upgrades um on a more regular basis yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time yeah. that they need to be careful with that because then that can probably create problems. You could find themselves in an Aston Martin situation where you put upgrades on and it actually makes the car worse than 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 actually better. So, but you know, let's see, let's see what comes after the summer. But I th- but definitely though, I think probably once Max wraps up the championship, I think Max is going to wrap it up with what it's six races left. I think I give it. Because he's what, 125 points. We have a We have ten races after this. So if he wins the next five races, uh, he basically wins the championship. I think it's in Suzuka. I think it is uh, five races from now. Champ. That's it. I think then team will start be saying, "Well, okay, let's switch focus." Because even Red Bull themselves at some point are going to have to say, "Yeah, we're." Mm-hmm. We're done with this. We be let's Qatar. focus on next year because they're still they're still bringing upgrades to this car, right? Oh, so right
0: four year, races. So. Four races would be uh, Suzuka, and then five would be Qatar. He'd be done. He'd have. It I think it'll be the same up. time, Japan. <laughs> yeah, he'd like be it was done. last he'd, season.
1: Yeah, he'd have it wrap up by the time because by the time he gets to Suzuka, he wins wins these four. That's what. Uh, some 28 points that's 153 points ahead of Paris. I don't even think he's gonna fit Paris, gonna finish all those races in P2 anyway. So he could, he could, I I mean, he could leave Paris is on course to finish over 200 points behind Max in the championship for a second time in a row. Second time,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, Patrick, my twin, you got it, bro. I'm gonna lower your hand, unmute yourself.
4: Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh up? A, Great to meet you. Nice to right. meet you, man. My question is going to be what Musa did, but I'm going to do it nice and sweet, plain and simple, and I want a direct answer, okay? No beating around the bush because I know time is wasting. My twin has got things to do, and so have everybody. Right, the question on this is, right, from Mercedes', Mercedes point of view, I keep on planning to do the W15, right? Straightforward question to you is, don't you think they should actually keep concentrating to finish off the season, end the season with a high, and would be able to know that W 14 has gave it its best and therefore then go to the next door for the next year season and have that W 15 ready rather than waste the money planning ahead instead of concentrating on now? What do you think?
1: Well, well, I don't think I think I don't think they're actually doing anything. Wrong. Oh, I mean, really like wrong I mean like I said like I mentioned like I mentioned working on the work on the w14 since they've done the concept change in um, Monaco major things that they're doing is more geared towards the concept they want to go down for 2024 20, which is what they've said so there's still there's still things they can learn from this season from the w14 because like I said the regulation is pretty much stable it's not going to Deviate that much yeah. from what it already is. There might be some small tweaks, but I don't think we've heard anything about any changes within the regulations for next year. So, you know, they they will continue to to try and refine it, make improvements, learn from it. Because, like I said, you know, you learn more the more the more you're on track, the more you learn. So they they'll have that data set. You know i mean i'm tired of hearing the word collecting data because they, they did the same thing last year i mean where did that date all that data gathering got, got them Came year, back but, shitty exactly <laughs> yeah i mean so where, where did it get them last year so you know I, but at some point in the season i think once they get to um i think once they get to a, probably around october november they'll probably be like yeah all right let's pull the strings because I mean, they're running two crews at the moment. They have, a, they probably have a small nucleus of people working doing all the work on the W15. So once they get to around that point where they say, "Yeah, enough is enough, let's cut this," everybody's now going to be concentrating on the W15, and you and then you probably have a small nucleus just keep refining the W14 as they go along. So it's 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 it won't be in the wind tunnel as much as the W15. So. I give it probably they probably find that happening around yeah around October November time that's gonna happen okay. so I don't but sad so, so again I don't really think it's a bad they should they, I don't think they're actually just going to cut off and and run because this you know you listen to them they talk about they want to try and secure p2 in the championship and if they secure p2 in the championship he can get lewis p3 in the championship which i think i think he he has he has i think he will he should, probably should have been in p3 had it not been for that um penalty in oh in, yeah that shit in penalty in spa. back in whatever I mean bullshit. he got two yeah. penalties in spa and in austria which cost him right. vital points We should have seen him uh, probably maybe four three or four points ahead of alonso but you know it's only a point now it's all to play for, so I think that's I think that's the goal, and I think they still want to try and win a race. They still want to try and win. It's, it's yeah, possible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think so, but then again, they're gonna need be a Red Bull DNF. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. I mean, who would have thought? Did that's anyone true. think any team would have outside of Mercedes would have won a race in 2014? Red Bull won three. Mm. Did anyone think the W13 could win a race last year? They won what? They won two. They won the sprint and, and the main race in Brazil. So, again, stranger things have happened. You know, there's no, you know, when it comes to sports, impossible is, is not a word that yeah. exists because everything is possible yeah, in sports. possible. So, yeah.
0: So, All right, Musa, I got you again, and Maria, you get your hand up. Uh, let me know. I'll call you on next. Musa, you got it. I'm gonna lower your hand. Go ahead and mute yourself.
2: Although I have um, my suspicions, and um, my emotions are well, obviously, run high with uh, with the FIA. I do feel like they are waiting for the championship to be to be wrapped up before they drop oh, the cost cap. Um, this whole cost cap thing. And um my my thoughts uh what I'm wondering what you're thinking, Thanos, is um if there are um any teams that are breached, who do you think breached? And um are you buying into this rumor that there are perhaps one more than one teams that have breached at the cap? I mean good question. Last,
1: last year they said they, I mean there was rumors that Teams breached it and teams did. Two teams did. Well, one, three over bridge. the
0: course of the season, Williams did a procedural. Then you
1: had, yeah, Aston, it was a procedure. So I don't really count right. Williams as a breach. So Red Bull did breach the caps. As, right. You know, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if, if, if Amos, because Amos was the one who broke it last year, and if they're bre- saying it again, that you know, three teams that I mean, they've mentioned Mercedes, Red Bull, and Alpine. But then they went on to say it's probably Red Bull or probably the more egregious one out of the lot. My thing is if Red Bull do breach the cap again, there can't be any leniency penalty applied to them again because Mm -hmm. it's very obvious that what happened last year, what happened in 2021, they really didn't give a damn Mm -hmm. if you're going to go ahead and breach it a second time around. You know, so you have to basically throw the book at them. So that light penalty that they got last year right. can, no, can no longer be used. You're going to have to go, okay, then you're a second time offender. So we're going to have to go for the strongest possible penalty. And what's the strongest possible penalty? Points reduction. I mean, um, excluded from the championship. I think they're probably, I think if <laughs> points reduction would be a waste of time. Because if they take a hundred points from them, that's still when the change. Still going to do shit. <laughs> still not going to change anything. So what are you With gonna that do? That money
0: and that the exactly. CFD time, it went on of time.
1: I mean, even even that, even that. I don't even think that's affecting them as much as all the making it sound to be. ought to be. I think right. you know what the FI should have done. The seven million pound, seven million dollar fine that they got should have been deducted from their budget rather than because it's not. Because you have to remember, they oh. they were. They're used to spending 400 million a year. So, if now they're spending 150 million, granted, they still have to spend, they probably still spend another 200 million on other things that's outside of the cap. They still have a, a margin where they $7 million is nothing to them. Right. So, it, it doesn't really affect them. So, if you want it to be effective, you go, okay, because I said this is what they should have done. The fine should have come out of the budget. And they are also their wind tunnel time is reduced rather than because I think it when it works out they I think it's only seven percent they actually lose rather than oh, there you ten percent works it to right. be like seven percent so your, your your internal time is reduced by at least thirty to forty percent you have to there make these go. penalties so severe because again an overspend because people talk about. It's an insignificant amount. But when you consider that it's a salary, ca- it's capped. Anyone who goes over it, it, cannot, it, you cannot look at it as being insignificant. It's a significant sum because that one point, it, because it was actually, it's not 400,000. Please no, stop I saying that. No, I hate when people say that bullshit, not, man. <laughs> exactly. It was one, I think actually it was, was 1.8 8. million, but really no, 2. It point was, million dollars. Yeah, no, I think it was actually, if I remember correctly, I think it was four point eight, and then some things were reallocated and went down to one point eight, and right, then for the
0: tax credit, supposed yeah, tax
1: credit. So then, yes, exactly the supposed tax credit, which still hasn't shown. Um, if you, um, what's his name, that guy on Twitter called Gay Cars, I think he's I can't remember his, his Twitter handle. He's been following it. And he's not letting it go. It's not the tax credit is not shown on there. Um, um, on company house records. Mm. Yeah, it's not shown on the records. So where's that 1.4 million? So saying it's saying it's an insignificant sum and Christian saying oh it was spent on catering is like and it had no effect on performance i'm like well it did have an effect it's it's an indirect effect you don't it doesn't you don't necessarily have to spend the whole 400 or whatever 1.8 on the car but if you if you're saying it's for catering you're feeding the people who are building the car so it has a direct um, correlation to the Mm -hmm. car's performance because people work better when they're full rather than when they're hungry so if you you feed them they're going to be more productive so but there should anyone who breaches the cap And I pray it's not Mercedes. I hope it's not them because if it is them, oh God help them! They're gonna get posting their ass. Oh, that people are gonna be like, "So you breached the cap and you still billing? You didn't do shit. (laughs) You still didn't do. You still didn't didn't do jack." So I pray for their sake. They better make sure it's not them, which I don't think it is. Nah, because you know I think because remember they did the they did the dry run that in twenty twenty, so. They have that experience along with 2021. So I don't see why they would now implement change implement different um, protocols that would protocols cost that would put, you know right. cause them to go over it. But it's like I mean, it could be Red Bull again. And a theory that I think it was Efron Diplo who put it out that could the sudden firing of people at Alpine be related to the budget cap? Mm.
3: Could it be that because
1: they're rumored to be one of the teams that have breached the cap. So could these people have been, are they trying to get out, get ahead of it by firing these people and say, yeah, but you know, you've breached the cap. But I don't see how Otmar would get involved because didn't Otmar not only started this year or late last year? I think he started Layers. started there. I don't remember right. when he started. Layers. Yeah, but so, you know, and like I said, that, that money that they overspent it can give you an advantage that teams can't get because again, you overspent. teams can't overspend. So whatever you gain from that overspend overspending is going to be there. It's, it's a pretty much a big team perform advantage for you that teams can't spend that extra money to get back. It's going to take them longer. It's good. You know I mean? They have to wait to get up to that level where you've already So by the time you get there, get to that level, you've already passed that. So Well, let's see what happens. I just, I just think it's probably taking too long, though. This process is too long because it's more. Last year it was October before we knew anything. We're pretty much, we're pretty much three weeks away from September, so it's more likely it's going to be October again before we hear anything. Mm -hmm. And then what's, what's the case? And if, if it comes out whilst in the middle of the season, and it so happens that it is red bull, what's the penalty going to be? What is the penalty? I mean. I've I've said, you know, Ross Brown came on and said, if you breach the cost cap, you're going to lose the championship. That that was a that was a dog that had no bite. You tell his me bark to. was louder, his his bark was worse than his bite. You know I mean? That dog had rubber teeth. Right. So they didn't do anything. <laughs> so in a situation like this, now if if somebody does breach the cap, what are you gonna do? Because the world is gonna be watching, okay, what are you gonna do? And and they've put pretty much put themselves in a sticky posi- position position right make now, themselves because, in a corner. Yeah, because if they go ahead and give someone a very severe penalty for breaching the cap, they're gonna be like, Well, the precedence is this is what this is what we, we should be getting. This is what Red Bull got for doing the same thing, provided right. the the monetary margin around is within the same. The same. Yeah, right. so you can't see so if you go if it's the same monetary margin, and you give them a severe penalty, they're gonna be like, Well. Why did Red Bull get a more lenient penalty than we have? We've pretty much done the exact same thing. Right, and Exactly. So then you're going to start question. then no, you further questioning the the legitimacy of the FIA and like, okay, are you guys actually, you know, being biased here towards Red Bull? Because mm. why would you give them a lenient and give some, me a harsher penalty? So and that's why when people say oh Mercedes should go ahead and break the cap. I always say look in Jamaica, there's an old saying that goes, Puss and dog now have the same luck. You know what I mean? Which means my luck and your luck is not the same luck. Same. You can buy a lottery ticket today and win and win the 1.5 billion, the lot, super, super lottery joys in America. And I buy the same and I buy the ticket just like you, and I don't win anything. You know what I mean? So my luck and yours is not the same. And so saying Mercedes should go ahead and do that. Doesn't mean right. they're going to get the same leniency. They could be the one that end up getting be put on get his, railroaded. Sk- exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get sent to the gallows and get hung. They just hung you by your by your balls because they want to make a. <laughs> so you see I me. Mean? So, but it's going to be interesting to see what what the outcome of that whole thing is. And I don't I don't think the cost cap was done in the right manner. I think the starting figure was probably too low. And I think if you're going to implement, if you're going to come, because it's the cost cap is similar to 2014 talking system with the power units, because there was a lot of changes that um, um, Renault wanted to make, Ferrari wanted to make to their power units, but they couldn't do because they were restricted with where the tokens, where where they could make improvements. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the areas where the tokens were it was outside of that but eventually they realized yeah this is not going to work so what they did they got rid of the token system it's this is what the budget cap is i think it started off a bit too low the figure was too low i think a proper starting figure probably would have been like 200 million and then you start gradually reduce it as t- over time so you then you do an incremental i mean i work in finance so it's, if you if you do a straight line depreciation so if you depreciate the figure the, the sum by 5% or 10% per year, straight line. That brings everybody in line. But starting at where they start, it's, it's, it was because a lot of people had to make lay, layoff staff and all of that yeah. just to compensate for it. And now you've got Williams complaining that oh, yeah. because of this cost gap, there's things that they can't do, which like when it comes to infrastructure because they can't because it's within they can't spend outside i think it's capital expenditure you know they're limited with how much they can spend and that's and that if that was different they could bring their facilities up to up to standard and this is where i said why the cost gap was never going to work because you can give them all the same amount of money to spend but mercedes ferrari and red bull they've got um infrastructure resources in place that we'll always see them at the top of the tree. Yeah. So if you give if you give Williams 200 million budget to spend but they don't have the infrastructure and the resources, that 200 million means nothing to them.
0: Good point. Because
1: the big teams are they've got all of these manufacturing processes, you know, wind they have places where they're
0: going to put that money exactly. that's going to show out the dividends. Exactly. Right.
1: Williams don't have that because um, um, what's his name? Vols, what's his name? James wow. Vols. James said,
0: Wells,
1: yeah. He said, "Look, when he you did. went there, they have things that are like three hundred, like they're like three hundred million shoot. behind in terms of machinery that Mercedes have that they don't have at Williams. Mm-hmm. How are you going to compete with that? How are you going? So when, so when, like, um, like you have the autoclave, the ovens that they bake the um, carbon fiber in. So Mercedes have four of those at um, Brackley." Williams only has one. How are Williams gonna? How is Williams gonna they can't compete with that? with
0: that production?
1: Exactly. So Mercedes has four <laughs> times the production power, and right. Williams, how are they gonna compete with that? You know what I mean? So they, it should. And this is where Aston Martin was kind of lucky, because they started, they got their investment in before the budget cap came into place. So now all of the things that they're doing was pre-budget cap, so it doesn't fall within that capital expenditure. So they're fine. So they're they're somewhat lucky. I actually I don't even think it's lucky. They just did they, they just planned it well and they got that investment in right way. Williams are basically screwed. But there's no will no way. Williams, Williams, Haas. um Well, Alpha Alpha, Alpha Alpha I was gonna say,
0: are you gonna try to bring Alpha Torre in? I don't know because they kind of get some good hand me down type shit. Kind of. I mean, I just I saw know. a
1: tweet. I just saw a tweet from Helmut Marcus saying basically next year, Alfa has to take every single thing that's allowable under the regis- regulations from play. Red Bull. So they're pretty much going to build a B, somewhat of a B-spec Red Bull, which again is another thing that really annoys me. They shouldn't be. It's only Formula 1 where you year. have. <laughs> exactly. Formula 1 is the only international sport I know where you have a team that's owned by the same entity performing um, competing against each other, and they're not, they're not, it, it shouldn't be happening. So mm-hmm. now Alpha Tory going to use all of the whatever, every, under the, the listed pass rules, they're going to take from Red Bull mm-hmm. and what and do what, whatever gives them an advantage over the likes of Williams, Haas, um, Haas and all of shit, those man, teams. Even
0: Alpine, even, you think about even it, Al- it shit. Even, even Alpine.
1: Even Alpine, I mean, they're pretty much a shamble as it is. And right. Alpine situation again, it's a case of lack of investment. That's um, you know really messing about with with Alpine. But you know, I kind of I kind of went off on the tangent there, bro. Right. No, we'll you be, could, bro. We'll, that's we'll we'll be interesting to see what happens with this budget cap because but, but whoever breaches because.
0: You, it's going. going to set a whole another. It's going to set some shit off, or it's going to set a standard that should have been set last last season. Period.
1: Because, because what's going to happen is, if it's a repeat offender, everyone's oh. going to be looking like, like, okay, then what's the point of the but? We need to this. This is not working because no you one's you're not it. abiding. You're not. In, you're not abiding by the rules, and it's a similar situation to FOTA Formula One Teams Association that got a bit disbanded years ago. One of the thing part of the agreement was they kind of somewhat. Came to an agreement that they'll spend, it, like I think they were going supposed to spend like two hundred million per year, and I think Bernie went to each team and kind of like gave them different deals or whatnot, and they are pretty much like screw photo and just start spending because they and do what what they needed to do, and and that's what that's what held Mercedes back for so long when they came back in, because they were trying to stick to that spend of, I think it was 200 million. They were trying to work within that spend, but Ferrari, McLaren and Red Bull weren't doing that. They were still spending three, 400 million. So that's when Ross Brown and all of them went to them and like, yo, if you want to win, you're going to have to up the budget. This is not going to work. And 2013, was the first evidence of when that budget was increased and you saw they went from i think they were finished what p5 in 2012 to finish um i think they finished p3 or p2 p3 in 20 2013 and that was the first time they actually got more money to spend so is it so if someone breaches the cap again that these teams are going to start looking at like yo no sorry this is not working because if we're trying to abide by the rules and this keeps happening what's the point of having then it's it's not right. it's it's very, obviously it's not working because too many people are breaching it
0: that's facts it's ineffective hold Let's on see. so we got uh patrick and then pen i'll let you bring it home patrick go ahead bro i'm gonna lower your hand i mute yourself
2: yep
4: we keep on hearing too much about this budget cap um Thanos, Yardy, man, respect you? <laughs> respect, man. Respect. Because, <laughs> okay. uh, as we know, the saying back home, as you said, there's another saying that always goes, "Teeth shall never prosper." And don't you think that Red Bull should it now be knowing that saying? Because, yeah, the but the, the prosper, hey, they but the teaching. prosper, man.
1: Hey, that's let's let's be honest. That saying, "Teeth shall never prosper," is a lie. Have you not seen politicians?
0: <laughs> right, I was just going to say, that you not political see politicians. Different.
1: <laughs> have you not see politicians? <laughs> well, who's, a, who's a bigger thief than politicians? And then my guys profiting as living the life. You hey, know what I mean? So, is.
4: I mean, but don't you actually? But don't you actually feel? Bro, my that bad, Patrick. Go ahead, have, bro. You got it. Yeah. Sorry, right. Don't you? I, I agree with you guys because at the end of the day, we we if you're giving a like a parent give a child a rule, right? to obey and never disobey, right? And that child breaks the rule, you get punished, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Yep,
2: so then right. why on
4: earth do this team have to do such a thing and then get caught with their hands in the cookie jar, as the saying goes, and yet trying to deny? And now you, you can't even trust the sport anymore because all is flying is this lie, 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 lie. And that's what makes this sport look uninteresting. But as I say... Don't you actually feel like that rules should stick to this Red Bull team and
1: make them take the punishment if it was that NASCAR way?
0: Look, the, thing is, the thing is, again... Good question, Tonya. Go the ahead. thing is, the, go only ahead. Thing,
1: the only thing you can blame Red Bull for is breaking the rule. What, what punishment they receive thereafter has nothing to do with them. right? What the FIA should, have, should not have done is they shouldn't have, um, within the regulations, put it where they can actually bargain Thank you with the with the with the ABA. Panel, Thank the you. ABA as to what kind of punishment they they'll be willing to. No, what you mean? I'm Ain't not gonna no bargain Bargaining with you to tell you what kind of punishment. you It's like it's like it's like He got found guilty shooting Megan the sign. Imagine him going in front of the judge and like, all right, I'm gonna let's bargain on what what sentence I want from you. Uh, and the judge said, I'm giving it. T- no, that's too hard. Nah, I want that's too five bad. Here. <laughs> that, that's pretty much that's what the ABA pointless. was Exactly, that's pretty right. much what the ABA was You know, they had them come in front of them And they put in the case as to what? No, we don't give a damn You put mm-hmm. the rules There's nine, there's ten teams And you're the only one of the ten teams that. And, the, and what? why I'd even punish them more Because you ass didn't were,
0: participate
1: Exactly, they were the only teams That didn't participate in the 2020 dry run So that means they felt like Okay, now we can do this and mm-hmm. if they had done in 2020, they probably wouldn't have break, um, breached breached the cap. So right. it's not red. You can't blame Red Bull for the punishment they received. You blame the people who, who hand out the punishments, and they were pretty lenient with Red Bull, and that should not have happened. They should have like they should have. There shouldn't have been anything within the regulation that says a minor or a sporting breach. Because I've I've, I've made the argument from. Day one, you can teams can attribute performance to to spend because a team if a team says okay a brand new front wing costs two hundred and fifty thousand
3: mm-hmm. and
1: a new front wing a can give us a tenth in performance a tenth in performance can win you a championship. There you go. A tenth in performance is the difference between you between you finishing P three or P four in the championship. That's money because the higher you finish in the championship you get what more money so if someone spends has a breach of 2 million you can look at that and say no that's not that's actually a sporting breach because we can you can theoretically attribute performance to that money whether right. the idea that oh it wasn't we don't care what it was spent on but cuz if you spend if you overspend um 2 million that means you you overspend somewhere you overspend somewhere
3: mm-hmm. that's
1: why you're over over the cap so and there's a performance we can tie performance to monetary value so right no and that's and i think they are the problem it's not so much red bull breach the cap because again that it is what it is it's just like me going to rob a bank and the, and the, the, the they know i robbed the bank. And that they decide. Well, I'm not going to give you a harsh penalty. I'm just going to give mm. you a slap on the wrist. Yeah, but yeah, let probation. you keep. But let you keep the money that you took take from. Right. Because that's pretty <laughs> much what it is. So they should have the penalty. it's the people who apply the rules are the problem.
0: Yeah. Because if that's you, true. if
1: the people who govern the sport, are more, apply the rules as they are and are strict and consistent with it, I don't think you'd find people complaining so much. There I think that's, that's where important. you find a lot of the complaints. It's the incons- The only thing Formula 1 is, I've said this, the only thing Formula 1 is consistent, consistent at, is it. being it. inconsistent. inconsistent. <laughs> that's Formula 1. They're consistent at being inconsistent with, oh, they apply the rules and everything. And that's why they're in the position they're in now. And team, you know, fans are like questioning it, questioning what's going on. And Max, no, I don't like Max. I don't, I'm not going to use the word hate because hate is a very... Right, right, right. it leads people to kill and I'm not in that sort of position. I don't right. like him as... I I don't find... I, there's nothing endearing about him. I don't really like him as a person. Yeah, his
0: character and shit. Yeah, exactly. like, I can't dig it. His character and nothing there's shit. Yeah, there's nothing, about, shit.
1: nothing endearing about him, That whatever. But in some ways, I kind of feel pity for him. And I tell you why. Because he's going to have to live with knowing he's first championship was handed to him because of the rules being broken Mm -hmm. and he's then and at the same time his team was found breaching of what probably the the big what was supposed to be the biggest performance leveler amongst the team so now his every title after that people are going to say yo your team cheat you can't you cannot turn around and say to people oh it was just a no, it doesn't matter. You still went, oh, no one else did it, but you did. So you basically cheated. Mm-hmm. Whether you willfully or not, you cheated. Because if you would, if you had proper um, procedures in place, you wouldn't have gone over that cap. Right. So you pretty much, you cheated. So he's going to have to live with that, knowing it. Granted, he doesn't care, but he's got, he, But for the rest of his life, he's going to be hearing yeah. that. He's going to be, and, and knowing I, as much as he tries to put it out there that... He doesn't care. I think secretly Bro, it he... bothers him. It bothers him because he knows that things had that gone the way they should have. As if rules were followed, he'd be sitting on one championship right now, going on to his second rather right. than his third. And 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 I don't in think that's maybe. You know what I mean? So in some ways, I feel pity. I don't like. I said I don't really like the guy. But I, pit, I feel pity for him because he's going to have to live with it. And in some ways, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of happy at the same time because, oh, yeah. you know, I don't like him. Sit with that he shit. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to be known. People are going to know you. No matter what you say, tell tell people, everyone's going to know. Dude, you didn't win 2021 within the record. You you basically, you were given Something was stolen and handed to you. Mm-hmm. Unfairly, you should not have won that. You didn't deserve to win it because on the day, you all went in level. And on the day, you weren't the be- better driver. No. You were basically almost, you were what, 16, 17 seconds behind. Bro, at you any point in time, the on average, driver.
0: 10 to 14 seconds, getting his ass
1: gapped. <laughs> getting gapped. You weren't the better man on the day. So on the, di- on the day, the better man didn't win the-, the race and the better man didn't win the championship. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. He's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life, no matter how he tries to play the history. And it's always gonna always be say, talked about.
0: It's always gonna be talked about.
1: It's the biggest scandal in Formula One's history. It's exactly. the biggest scandal.
0: I mean, it's next the, to one so, to that would be what, like Crashgate or Alonso? Yeah, that whole situation. I even or what think, you would you say
1: I don't even. I I think um Schumacher Hill. Schumacher, oh, the Schumacher uh, Damon Hill situation. Yeah. What about got, the center and Pro? Disqualified. And all. So, I mean, there's been other controversial yeah. moments, Senna, Senna, Prost, where right. um, he got damn disqualified for a
0: whole fucking race season, damn near, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he got disqualified um, in Suzuka because he rejoined the track in the wrong way in the game. It won the track, Prost, the championship. I can't remember what, I think it I can't, was 88. I can't remember whatever it, what year, it, no, it wasn't 88. It was in the 90s. I can't remember what year it was.
0: But I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. They but, both came together, and he went through the the runoff yeah. and got right. Yeah, yeah, and
1: they said he, he rejoined the track, in a, in the wrong manner and therefore right. disqualified. But but then again, what's his name? Ballisteria, I think his name. Jean Michel Ballisteri. He was the FIA president. He was a Frenchman. He was. Oh from, yeah, they pro him pros. And
0: pro, Yeah, they yeah. was locked in.
1: He was pro pros so you know that controversial championship. So we've had controversy, but I think this one in itself is the biggest because. You know, we all witnessed. A, I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> like, shit. I ain't got to tell you. you. Saw the shit, right? You saw, <laughs> hey, exactly. we're gonna let P. We're gonna let P. bring in the last question, man. I'm gonna lower your hand. i mute yourself.
3: Thank you, Jay. Go ahead, bro. So my question is it's kind of a sort of a lengthy question, but if Red Bull wasn't here, right? Because obviously Red Bull has set. The president of what you know a really good ground effect car is right if they were not here do you think that this regulation change to ground effect would do you think that it was right or do you think that it would give us the best good racing even still I know the rest of the pack is pretty bunched but if you look at everybody else Mercedes is struggling Ferrari is struggling Aston Martin is struggling everybody's struggling but Red Bull
1: but Red Bull if
3: Red Bull wasn't here do you think we'd still have like? Do you think the racing would be should it should it be for the standard of Formula One? Mm.
1: Personally, I don't think the regulation change has, has done anything to improve the spec what we see on track. I think historically, 2021 would go down as probably the best season we've had in the last. That shit sure was cranking. Uh, whatever. day in, in the last, I think. If we're gonna come in the last decade, I I don't see what the ground effects has done. Because if anything, what you've seen is it's pretty much one way you can design a car to win, and that's the new, age of new way. But nobody knows how he is to, how he's done that. If you watch, if you look at previous regulation sets, you had more winners in um the first two years. Because if you go back to 2014, 2015, you had Red Bull won races in 2014, 2015, it was Red Bull Ferrari won races. Did Red Bull win race in 2015 or is it 20? went the season winless, I'm trying, I think it was 2015 they went winless or whatever. But you had you had multiple race winners. You had multiple different drivers on the podium within that year. I don't see what And, you know, I don't see what's different with this set of regulation that we can say, yeah, it's been a success. The argument that, okay, it's not easier to follow, but it's still difficult to overtake. Unless you've got a a, a serious performance advantage over somebody, it's still difficult to overtake. You still need DRS. You know what I mean? People saying, oh, yeah, but the midfield battle is closer. The gap in the midfield is close. Nobody watches Formula to see what the gap is in the midfield. People watch Formula 1 because they want to see what's going on at the front. They want to see proper challenging for, for race wins. We're not seeing that. So no why am I sitting down watching to see what's the fight between Alpine and a Toro Ross or um, uh, Alpha Torre or whatever it is? No one gives a damn about that. And nobody sits and watch Formula 1 and looks at the, the stopwatch. No one's looking at, oh, look, look. Oh, the Alpine did a 21-5. The the Toru Russell did a 21 21 3. Nobody sits and watch that. People want to see what are is, is there any untracked battles? Is anybody overtaking oh. anyone? And, and don't get me wrong, you don't have to have multiple overtakes for a race to be good. There's other ways a race can be good. It's the intensity of thinking, will that will he catch him or won't he catch him? It's like,
0: like um that small mistake where he can damn capitalize exactly, on again, right.
1: Silverstone, Lewis, Lando, they didn't overtake mm. each other, but that fight was an intense fight because you could see, you know, someone they, they went at it to to gain that position. And you you then you think, okay, is he gonna get him? Is he not gonna get him? So you get that sort of different sort of way of enjoying. It. You don't have to see multiple 10, 15, 20 right. overtake a lap for it to for it to be exciting. But I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm indifferent to the regulations. I think if they the, and this has always been Formula One's problem. They're too quick to change. They. Hmm. It's not a matter of because at some point the law, of, law of diminishing returns means teams are going to converge. 2021 we saw that convergence. I think if they had left the regulations like 2021 as they were, 2022, 2023 would have been, oh, it would have been much been a better. Yeah. Because because I would have expected Ferrari to have come back in the fight because and McLaren
0: think, would have been making their, their progression up bro it would have it, been a
1: exactly dog. so it would have been a much because then you'd have a multiple um, car Team battle right but, but we, we're not seeing that now and I don't think we're going to be seeing that anytime soon right now the only thing that can save Formula 1 right now Mercedes is the only thing that can save Formula 1 right now because if Mercedes doesn't Build a good enough car. We don't. Uh, no one expect Ferrari will. So that's a waste of time. If you if we're banking on Ferrari being the savior, because they can't even save them the guard themselves. So it's up if Mercedes are nobody. And right now they're not doing a good job of it. They pretty much pissed the bed two years in a row. And you know, for a team like that, it's pretty much unacceptable. But again, the sport's the sport. The car's the car so but a bit, i'm like i can say I'm, I'm indifferent to the whole ground effects thing because it just shows that you, there's you know there's not multiple ways you can design a winning car okay it's it's, pr- it's pretty much
0: centric to that.
1: that's it you can't come up with a, a different concept that works you pretty much all the concepts are are, basically are damn near the same,
0: for, right? they all pretty much the same stuff, they, yeah. Bull,
1: they're all right. going to converge in some ways and they're all going to look similar to the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be like, huh, what's that? When you look at previous regulations, I mean, yeah, at some point they kind of start looking similar, but you can see differences. You
0: can see the little nuances that were different yeah, between yeah. each team, right? Yeah. Especially in the um, barge board areas, right? Like all that, shit, right?
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I'm like, I said, I'm indifferent. I think it's, I think it's failed. I don't think it's. Delivered whites, you know, because I'm going by what we were told that these regulations would be, you would see smaller teams competing for podiums and wins. Yeah. I'm like, where is where, where where are these smaller teams? I can't see any of these smaller teams competing. For mm. McLaren, I mean, people are going to use um, Aston and say, yeah, but look at Aston, but look where Aston is now.
0: Yeah, sliding.
1: They're sliding they, they, they're, down they're just the water slipping.
0: slides on the side. <laughs> exactly. They're shit. just going, they're just
1: going down. They're not going forward, they're going backwards.
0: Right. And although Williams is a nice little like, oh, but it's still not what you told us. Williams. Be, right. They're still Williams, right?
1: Exactly. It's still right. Williams of the last since It's still Williams Pre 2016, 17, when they had the Mercedes engine was when the Mercedes engine was the dog, top dog. And they, they got that and they, they made use of it. They pretty much, it is what it is. So, you know, we were sold a lie. Yeah. That's pretty much how I see it because I don't see where these smaller teams are going to be able to challenge the big teams. Challenge who, when, how, with what? With
0: what? Thank you. With what?
1: Yeah.
0: Man, Thanos, brother, man. I appreciate you, man. Listen, we got a nice little break still coming. What I think we got still what another... Two uh two weeks.
1: Uh yeah, next week. Weeks? I think it's two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, y- no, no, one week. One week, week. all right, bro. So cause the because it's the first race is on the it's the weekend of the twenty fifth. Next week, Friday is the eighteenth.
0: All right. So listen, we gotta so what's <laughs> up what's up with next what's up with next week, bro? Can you, can we get back next week, man, and chop it up yeah. before we actually yeah, end up the, like, the race
1: week? Like I said, man, just drop me a message and let all me right. know. Let me know when you want and I'll I just let you know on my availability at that cool. time, but I should I should be I should be I should be around. All
0: right, that's a bet. Yeah. Listen, that's Thanos, man. The fan pulled back up. He'll be pulling back up again before we go into race week after the summer break, which I know a lot of you all are gonna have questions, especially as that week builds. A lot of information is going to be coming out, uh, whether teams updated, how they updating pitchers. So we'll have our brother Thanos back, and then y'all can come at him with that as things start developing. Thanos, brother, thank you for coming by the fam house, man. So listen, that's all another the, Wolves thing. Oh, always, bro. Damn, near always. you know you're welcome. If you're not in, it's because you're not in, it's because you're not VIP. Next time, get in <laughs> VIP so you can get in with the fam, all right? We're about to be out. We'll see you all later live for F1 Minute. All right, peace thanks for watching another episode of wolfpack performance don't forget to check out some of my other content on formula one and motorsports topics like share subscribe and we go live on the weekends see you soon